Hey guys, welcome back to the Swoosh Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm the other Jake here. So today, we're going to be continuing our NFL series like we started about a week ago, I believe. And today, we're going to do the AFC North Division. We started off with AFC East, obviously. And we'll get started in just a minute. I just want to, before we start, I want to thank all of our listeners and everyone who's supporting us to getting us to 1,000 followers on Instagram. This has been our goal for over two months, and, and you helped us reach it very fast. So I'm so impressed with all you guys. I'm so happy that you guys helped us get here. So let's start off this podcast, Jake. You all ready? Yeah, all great. So we're going to start off with our standing predictions. And for first place, I have the Baltimore Ravens going 13-3. Why do you think that? Like, so I depth? think that the Ravens is going to go 13-3 because based off last season, they also did very well. Even though it's sort of a breakdown bummer since they lost pretty early, they didn't go too far. But I think Lamar coming off uh, MVP season, you know, nothing really can go too wrong. Marquise Brown having some blow-up season. John Harbaugh finally doing a great, great job as a coach. Defense, like Judon, all those guys have been great. I think there's, there's like, a lot of potential there, and I think that they're definitely going to be one of the top teams. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there, Jake. So, obviously, I also had to have the Ravens, who does it. Um, unbelievable roster. They have arguably the best QB in the league. They have a lot of good rookies there. They have a lot of good young guys. They have some guys like Marquise Brown coming up like that. So they definitely have a great team. They also have a lot of good guys on defense. They made some good additions this offseason, bringing in Claudius Campbell. So I think they're obviously going to go what you said. I think 13-3 or 12-4. Um, and four. I don't think they're going to go 14-2. and two. I think that's a little bit of a push. I said 13-3. Yeah, I said that too. I think they're probably going to go 13-3 or 12-4. Or I don't see them going anywhere from 14 to 15 and I'm 16 and up. So, who do you have for second place, Jake? Um, for second place, I have Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, also, I want to say no-brainer because Bengals are very tight with them. But it's just like, I'm just saying, like, almost every season, the Steelers, not a team to beat, but not the worst team in the league, right there in the middle. And this, no offense to this, like, division, it's not, it's all even that besides the, the Ravens are a lot better. So, it's like sort of hard it's pretty, like, just not even now, I think. Um, so, I think it's very hard between Steelers and Bengals, but Steelers beat them out pretty easily. So, I think 8-8 eight and eight for Steelers, and I miss my facts. All right? I mean, Tomlin's pretty, a great coach. I think Big Ben, yes, he's getting older. They have Juju, who has a lot of potential. It's a whole solid team, and just, I, I like the roster. So, second place is kind of in between for me, the Browns and the Steelers. Um, I'm going to go with the Browns. Um, obviously, Baker Mayfield didn't show what he showed his rookie year last year. Baker Mayfield, I don't think he's going to bounce back. I just really think they're still going to have a nice year. Like They obviously still have some top receivers there. They have a pretty nice defense. They got a new coach. So I think their offense might look a little different this year with the new coach coming in. But I, I, I could see this team going 8 or 8 or even 9 and 7. So, so um, I'll go for number 3. Um, I put the Steelers here. You know, I kind of wanted to put them at the second um, in the division, but I think the Browns have a more talented team. The Steelers still have a lot of nice guys. They have a great running back. Their QB position, you know, with Big Ben being out most of last year, we don't know how he's going to bounce back. And Mason Rudolph, also same thing. He was decent. And then we don't really know what's going to happen with their team, how, like, they're going to perform. But I see this team going 7-9. and nine. 
Um, okay, so I'm actually a lot different from you. I am a, I'm going to say this later, I'm a not fan, I don't like the Browns roster at all, so my third place actually is a huge, crazy move, I think, might not even happen, it's a brain buster, but I think the Cincinnati Bengals are now actually a solid team. They made many moves, yeah. I think probably top 10 draft classes this season easily. I think they're maybe 6-10, and 7-9. Not that good, but definitely I think better than the Browns and it's a push, but I, I'm just I'm a fan of Steelers, and now I'm guessing I'm a Bengals fan. I mean, look what they have. So you have Tyler Boyd, who is very underrated. You you have Joe Burrow, who I think has so much potential for his pick and draft. You never know what's going to happen, but I love him as a player. You do need help at a tight end spot, but you also drafted, I think it was T. Higgins, I think. Um, yeah, he's a receiver. Yeah, I know that. Um, you draft T. Higgins at receiver, great receiver. You have A.J. Green, great receiver. You have Joe Mixon, a little overrated in my opinion, but can also be underrated at the same time. Yeah, very, he kind of had a shaky year last yeah, year. Yeah, very fast. Your defense needs some work, but you made some offseason moves. I like it. Your draft class is also very solid again. Your coaching spot, Zach Taylor, is very young. I think the team is very underrated, has a lot of potential, but not, like, not playoff yet. They're not playoff ready yet. But definitely, they, I guess I don't think they're going to have a top 10 pick this year. I think they might have like the 14th pick, 15, 16. I think they're going to have a later pick because that, that means they're doing a much better job playing. So they're my third, yeah. so they're my third place spot. And now I'm moving, yeah. moving to the yeah, fourth place spot. Start. Yeah, obviously what you just said, you had, they had a really stacked draft. I'm just kind of going off of this. They got Burrow, they got Higgins, they got Logan Wilson. And they kind of had some good late round steals. But um, I do – so, actually, I'll start it off. Number four is where the Bengals are going to be. You know, I, I love the team. I love Joe Burrow. He's going to be a stud. And I love T. Higgins also that track. It's like, I like how you said they have a young coach who's probably going to benefit their offense too with um, him having a – like, looking at their playbook, it's pretty good. You know, I think Burrow might kind of bring in his place from LSU a little bit. But, yeah, so I see the team going 4-12. and 12. Which is, they could go 5-11, and 11, but I really see them going 4-12 right now. You know, Burrow's going to have, probably going to be the rookie of the year, but still, you don't know how this team's going to do, how Burrow's going to be in his career, you don't know how, like, these younger guys coming up. So, we'll see how this team does, and who do you have for, I'm guessing? So, at four are the Cleveland Browns. I mean, I, this, my only answer is, Miles Garrett, that's my answer, and Baker Mayfield. Those are my two answers. And to back that up, I have the Browns going 5-11, and 11, and I have many reasons. Number one, Baker Mayfield, in my opinion, is a bust. I mean, yes, he had one. his first season was not that terrible. Last season, very bad, in my opinion, did not show for it. For a bunch of terrible passes, a bunch of picks, you know, the top... My opinion, top top five talented, most talented receiver in the league, and Odell Beckham Jr., he had two touchdowns. I mean, that just shows for it. I think that Miles Garrett might not even play. I don't know if they said that he might play in the beginning of the season, but also not a great guy. He could get into trouble again. Their defense is not very solid. They need a bunch of help. I know that they have one of the top running backs in the league, but I just, I just don't see them doing very well. 5-11 solid, but most likely 6-10, and 10, but this is not that great a team in my opinion. Yeah, so that's going to wrap up, like, the, our division, I mean, we'll blow out the stats now. That's not what I meant to So that's, that's going to wrap up the standings part. And now we're going to lay down a few, like, two stats from each team or two to three stats from each team. We'll start with the Bengals. And, and after, okay, after that, we'll do um, 
some like playoff predictions for the teams, kind of how you think they're gonna do in the playoffs and stuff. Um, I yeah. actually, actually, I think we're gonna do what we did last time. We're gonna say our worst. We're gonna save the playoffs for for later in our podcast yeah. in the series. So we're just gonna start off with some stats predictions, and we'll start off with the Bengals, and let's start off with Joe Burrow. So we'll do pat. We'll do like passing yards, interceptions, and touchdowns. I think for our quarterback. Yeah, so, Joe Burrow, I think, is going to throw from 30 to 35 touchdowns. I know it's a bit of a push, but... Oh, that's a push. That's, I think he's just a great quarterback. I think around 27 to 2,800 passing yards, which is not great for a quarterback, despite his eyes don't seem... He doesn't have... He has okay, pretty solid receivers, but doesn't have a third... Doesn't really have that tight end you really need. And his best receiver in A.J. Green is, you know, shaky. Wasn't great last season. But they did get T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd's pretty solid. So, 2,800 yards, I'm going to say. Not oh, pretty good. And But also, despite having... And this is why he's going to have 16, 17, 9 because they don't have a good O-line. I, I mean, 16, 17 interceptions, pretty, pretty bad. But, I mean, there's, like... I have reason for it. just their O-line is pretty trash. <laughs> so, those are my stats for Joe Burrow. Yeah. So, so, you know, here, um, like, obviously, he threw 60 touchdowns at LSU, which is... Just unreal. It's hard to put it words how good that is. So, like for the NFL, he's definitely not going to throw sixty touchdowns. I don't. I think the record's like in the fifties or something for touchdowns. I'm not really sure, but I see him maybe having like what you said, twenty-five to thirty touchdowns. You know, he's definitely going to have a great year. Probably he's going to win the rookie of the year. Like I could see him also throwing for three thousand, like nine hundred yards, almost four thousand, which maybe is a push, but somewhere up there. Um. So, yeah, I see him having a really great year. Um, so do I, of course. I have a big push. But let's move on to our last stat prediction for the Bengals. And I think we'll do Joe Mixon. And we'll do yards and touchdowns. So, for touchdowns, I see him having roughly 11, 12 touchdowns. I think evens out in rushing or receiving. I think, like, maybe eight or seven rushing and, like, five, four, six around there in receiving. And yards around 1,300 yards, I think, rushing or, and receiving combined. I think he's a very, very solid running back, very athletic, agility-wise, great, catches a lot of passes. That, this back sub I have a bunch of receiving touchdowns, too. So those are my predictions for Joe Mixon. Um, Jake, yeah, what are yours? Here's a Jake. I think your touchdown might be a little of a push. I see him having like eight or nine touchdowns and rushing for about like 1,200, 1,150 in that area. You know, um... Like last year, we saw him kind of have a struggleish year, you know. He had some good games and bad games, you know. In um, 2018, he had an awesome year in fantasy. Probably I had him as one of my running backs. He performed really well for me. So, I see Joe Mixon having a nice year. Still, maybe not a top 10 running back in the league, but he's somewhere somewhat there. Um. Yeah, so let's move on to the Browns and that quarterback spot. Um, let's do Baker Mayfield. I'm not a fan of Baker Mayfield, so that's why I have him only with 25 touchdowns throwing because the team, not very good. Uh, they ha- I had him throwing around 25, 2400 yards. Oh, pretty solid, I guess, not that good. And I definitely have him throwing 18, 19 picks, which is terrible because their line also is not very good. But... Despite having a bad line, they did pick up one of the best blocking tight ends in the league, Austin Hooper, and one of the top catcher, catching tight ends, and so is David Njoku. But this, that's, he's not going to have that many touchdowns thrown because Austin Hooper will get like a good seven touchdowns, and Njoku probably like three or four. 
But I don't see Odell and Jarvis doing that good this season. I mean, last season they didn't really show for it. They didn't do that good. So that's why Baker's not going to do that good, in my opinion. Yeah, so like you just said, for my stats for Baker, um, I see him throwing like 3,000 somewhere, like 3,800 somewhere there. Throwing him, having like 25 touchdowns. Last year he had 22. He probably had a, he had a pretty bad year last year. You know, he's probably throwing with 20 picks, which is not great. So I, I don't know about Baker. You know, you never know how it could be. Like his rookie year, he was pretty good. Um, but last year, kind of, and, and, but last year, he did have good stats, putting up, like, 3,800 yards, which is good, but, like, his interception ratio wasn't that great, so I see him having an A year. So, so yeah, let's move on to Nick Chubb at the running back spot, and I see it, and actually, instead of Nick Chubb, let's do Odell Beckham. So, this is the debating spot. I'm Odell catching... Seven touchdowns, seven touchdowns, and one thousand three hundred and like fifty yards, which is he saw a much better season than two touchdowns and like eight hundred yards, I think. So definitely an upgrade, but not as good as he was for the Giants. Definitely, I think it was just I don't know. I just don't seeing. I don't see him having a great season. That's still a solid season. So we're doing Odell, right? Okay, so you know with the Giants, he's he's. Really good. You know, obviously, he was a top receiver in the game. Getting traded to Cleveland, um, he, still, he still put up good numbers. Still having about a 1,000 um, yards in that year. But still, um, I see him doing that similar, um, like, around that 1,000 mark. Um, he's, his was, um, his, his he had a good reception, not he 14 per reception, and I see him having, like, five or six touchdowns, so he'll have a pretty good year, but we'll see how you do. So we'll let's move on to the Big Ravens, my favorite team in this division, and we'll do Lamar Jackson and Marquise Brown. So let's start with Lamar. I have Lamar getting close to that record-breaking mark. This is counting throwing touchdowns and running. I think about 40 touchdowns. That's insane. I know that, but he's just a legit crazy good quarterback. I think definitely around 4,200 passing yards, which is also insanely good. But, and I also see him since they have a good old one, only like 11 picks, 12 picks, because he doesn't throw as much as he runs, almost like a, a, evens out a little bit. So that's why, not going to make picks, but just great overall season. Could win the MVP again, he's just that good of a quarterback. So that's just my answer. Yeah, so I think I'm going to do passing yards, touchdowns, and rushing yards. So... For passing, for passing yards, he had 3,100 last year. I see him going up that 3,000 mark again. You know, he has some great receivers there. And he threw 36 touchdowns, which I believe was first in the league. So I see him having around 35 again, like that same amount of number. And for rushing yards, he broke the single season record, we all know. Um, we'll probably even see him in that same type spot, like a 1,000 yards, I meant, and like five touchdowns. So... Let's move on to the next guy in the team. Jake, you could pick who we do here. Um, I said earlier, so we're going to do Marcus Brown. That's what I said earlier. And okay. I'll start off with, I think, around 10 11 touchdowns, which is very, very, very good for a very young guy that's very underrated. And I think around 13, 12, 12, 1250, 1300 
catching yards and just a bunch of good solid receptions. I think he's going to have even better season this season with um, even like more experienced quarterback than last season and Lamar. So I think he's going to have another great season. Yeah, so for you, for what we said last year, he he was pretty decent. Um, he had a good group here. Um, I like the name Hollywood better than Marquise on him. Kind of puts his name better. But So I see him having about a 1,000-yard season, kind of like what he put up last year. You know, um, he's really fast, which is definitely going to get him more yards. And, yeah, so I see him also receiving, like, five or six touchdowns, which is about an average amount for a guy like him. So, yeah. So, let's move on to our last team before we do our last part. It's the, like, fake awards, I guess. And we'll start, and for, we'll do Big Ben Roethlisberger and Juju Smith-Schuster. So, for Big Ben, I see him getting around 30 to 35 passing touchdowns. Just passing touchdowns, so he doesn't rush. So, his, his touchdowns around 30, maybe 32, 33, I think. I think, like, around 32, 3,300 passing yards and... A good stop, not that good of a 16 17 interceptions. Yeah, so, um, um, I could see him throwing like 30 touchdowns, like you just said, and I could also see him having like 3,100 yards, something around that. You know, he's always been great with the amount of yards he throws for. Well, you know, obviously now he doesn't have Antonio Brown, which he used to have. He was out most of last year, I think he was out 14 of the. 16 games they played. So, Who? I do see him kind Who of... Who was? Big Ben or, or... Big Ben. Yeah. Yeah, so I think kind of like... He's going to not go... He's not going to go back to like his star form, but he's definitely still going to be a great quarterback. Solid guy. So, yeah, now let's, let's move on to Juju. And I see Juju's getting 12, 13 touchdowns, yeah. which is a great season. And probably 1,300, 1,250 around their yards. Same thing as Marcus Brown, I think, but a little better because Juju is just an insanely good, talented receiver. Also very athletic agility-wise, has great moves, catches traffic balls. So he's just a great player overall. Yeah, yeah. So um, last year he was out like three or four games, I believe. He had about 600 yards, and he caught for three touchdowns. You know, I see him going back to that 1,000 yards he had in 2018, maybe like 1,300 yards, and we see him for seven or eight touchdowns. So let's move on to our fake awards. Um, let's start yeah, with the receivers yeah. and you yeah. first, Jake. Um, yeah, so we'll start with the no, we'll start with the Cincinnati Bengals, I think, actually. We'll go in alphabetical order like last time. Um. We'll start with our, what, what are the awards again? There's MVP and... So we have MVP, Rookie of the Year, Sleeper, Most Approved. Okay, I'll start with MVP. My MVP is going to have to go to Joe, Joe Burrow. I think this, one of the best players on the team, just start overall-wise, <laughs> that's your favorite word. <laughs> so Joe Burrow is my, definitely my MVP. So I have to agree with you there. I have to go with Joe Burrow. Even though, kind of young guy... Still gotta give it to him, you know. He's gonna have an immediate impact on them, and I definitely think he'll earn that spot. So, also on to rookie of the year, I think it's just gonna be the same thing. Joe Burrow, uh, we just said last night for our MVP, same facts, just best rookie they drafted. T. Higgins, very solid, but definitely best player they drafted. Yeah, so 
have the same answer as you, Jacob. You gotta go with Joe Burrow here. You're a psycho if you don't go with him here. <laughs> so let's move on to our sleeper. Our sleeper on the, the sleeper on their team. I'm gonna go to with Tyler Boyd. I think Tyler Boyd is very underrated, and I think he can definitely rack up over six, seven touchdowns. I think he can definitely get 1,000 yards catching. Just great player, I think. I also would give it back to Geno Atkins, but he could also be bad at points. So I'm gonna keep it with Tyler Boyd. So I'm gonna go on the same line as you towards a receiver, but actually a different receiver, John Ross. You know, I believe we saw him run, like, the fastest 40-yard dash. Is that true? Um, yeah, but that was, I think, a couple, like, three, four years ago. I think he's... And that was, like, in 2016, yeah. but... Yeah. He's... he's been kind of injured the last... He was injured last year, but I definitely think he could be a great receiver for them. So, you could go for most improved. Um, and my most improved player is going to have to go to... AJ Green because last season he didn't play. I he didn't play that well and he didn't play as much. And um, just back that up, I think he's definitely gonna get over ten touchdowns and definitely over twelve thousand, thirteen thousand even yards. I think just a great player. I just, I that's just my way of thinking. So this guy is already kind of a star, but I think he could become, like, one of the top in his position. Do you know Atkins? Um, you know, he's already a great player. I think he could possibly be the best, uh, one of the top defensive backs, which he probably is, but he could probably take another leap to be, you know, he's been in the Pro Bowl eight times, a two-time all pro. He's a great player, and I think yeah. definitely is good. So, we only, we're almost done this podcast, only three teams left, and for the Browns, my MVP is going to have to go Nick Chubb. I think he's the best player on your team by not a long shot because Odell is Odell, but definitely, in my opinion, has got to be Nick Chubb. I think he's just a great player. I don't see it going any other way. Maybe Baker if he had a stud season, but I don't see that happening. So, for me, it's got to be Nick Chubb. Yeah, Jake, it was tough for me to pick this one. It, I was kind of between, like, Odell, Jarvis, and Nick Chubb. I, I kind of was for Baker, but I'm like, eh, no. So, I actually went with Odell because, you know, like I said, I think he's going to have a great year. Um, the Browns have a nice roster, like I said before. They definitely have some talented guys, but I went with Odell because, you know, I think he could be, be a star, but not his star star form, but, yeah. So, now we're going to go to Rookie of the Year, and I'm actually not going to go with Jedrick Wills, who is probably the... In most people's opinions, number one player I selected, which was a first round pick. I'm gonna go with one of the biggest deals in the draft, and Grant Delpit, safety out of LSU. Delpit was almost an all pro, almost all pro in college. Great, great, great steal by them and the Browns. I don't like them, but this great steal, great safety overall. I's top three safety behind Xavier McKinney. I think just those two are top. So he's gonna be definitely in my rookie of the year for them. So, yeah, I, I thought the Browns had a pretty decent um, draft. You know, they took a pretty nice line in there in the first round. Well, it's like you said, Grant Deflet in the second round. In the third round, I believe they took Jordan Elliott defensive tackle. And I actually really like their fourth round pick, Harrison Bryant and Tyann. But I, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Jeff Willis because I believe he was a top three lineman in the draft. You know, I think it was Thomas. Him, I don't know. McCoy, he was, That's I think. Or Will, Wills. Yeah. Kind of tough, but um, I think Willis Morgan, I think he's going to be a free flopper for a child. 
Um, yeah, I do also agree with that because I'm a huge Bama fan. So let's move on to the Ravens, who have also a top draft class. Well, we got to do most improved sleeper, right? Uh, we got to do most improved sleeper. Um, our most yeah. improved player, mm, I'm going to Odell. Um, I said it's in the stats wise, he's going to have a much better season, in my opinion. Yeah. Mine's kind of tough. I don't really have an answer for this one, to be honest. I might also, I might also go with you, um, with Odell for most improved. Um, yes. And lastly, our sleeper is, for me, easy pick and David Njoku. Even though I do believe no, it's not a rumor, but I think he's gonna get traded because they don't need him because they got just uh, they just got Hooper. But Njoku is definitely top 15, 20 tight end in the league. He showed it last season, having a very, very, very good season. I think he's one of the most athletic tight ends this, in this league behind Kittle, and I think it's pretty easy for him to be a sleeper for me. For mine, I I don't know if you know this shit, but I'm a big fan of Denzel Ward. You know, he was the fourth pick in the draft, I believe, two years ago. And he's been pretty decent. You know, he had, I think he had a pretty good rookie year. I believe he was actually the pro goal either this year or last year. I'm not sure the exact year. But maybe you would know that. I know he was a pro goal. I'm not sure what year it was. But um, I, I really like Denzel Ward. I think he definitely was a great pick for them. And, yeah. and let's move on to the Ravens. And we'll start with their rookie of the year and... Actually, well, no, we're going to start with their MVP, which is, I think, the easiest pick out of this whole division. And Lamar Jackson, I think yours is the same. If I'm not correct, that's okay. Who's your MVP? No, I'm kidding. It's Lamar, but um, I think probably the obvious choice. Probably the second or best quarterback in the league. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I, it's him or Mahomes. It's kind of tough, but... Yeah. yeah. Let's move on to our Rookie of the Year. And mine was close between Patrick Queen and Justin Mabuike, defensive tackle out of Texas A&M. But I'm going to have to go with their first-round pick in Patrick Queen, one of the top linebackers last season in college for Clemson. And for LSU, he was just a great, great, great player. I think he's just a top linebacker, and they needed him. So I think that's why it's on the show to be really good this upcoming season. Um, yeah, so mine was between Patrick Queen and J.K. Dobbins. I thought J.K. Dobbins was probably one of the top running backs in the draft. Um, but, you know, I got Patrick Queen. I really think he's going to benefit them a lot um, at their linebacker position. So, yeah, let's move on. Um, let's move on to their um, – our next thing is their most improved player, which – is tough, but I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Marquise Brown. I know that he had a great season, but he, I think he's just gonna be even better and just keep improving along the way. I think he's just a great player overall, overall wise. And yeah. Yeah, I think Marquise Brown is definitely the most improved player. Um, I think he's gonna have a great season. I'm going to go with Seth Roberts. I believe they still have him right, the receiver. I, I've always thought he was a pretty good receiver. I think Marquis still might be a little better, but Seth Roberts has been in the league for much longer. I think he's been in the league for three or four years now. So I'm a fan of Seth Roberts, and I think he's a pretty good receiver. Um. Okay. Well, and now let's go to Sleeper. 
And my sleeper for the team is going to have to be Miles Boykin, who is also a receiver. I think he's one top kicker turners in the league, power turner two. Very, very fast and good. Very athletic. Not that many touchdowns, I think, but definitely a bunch of receptions for him this upcoming season. Well, I don't. Mine is kind of tough, you know. There's some guys like there's this. Um, mine's kind of tough. It was kind of between you. I might offer those Miles Boykin, obviously. But I also like um, Tyvin Young. He was out last year, I believe, with an injury. But he um, he's been okay for the few years he played. He's had injury problems, but I think he's a guy not not a lot of people talk about. Um, okay, let's move on to Steelers. We're just going to wrap up our podcast. Only a few minutes left, most likely. We'll start with the MVP and Mace Easy and Juju Smith-Schuster. Top, top 15 receiver in the league, and just the stats back him up, I guess. Yeah, so I went with James Conner, running back. Like, I, I, I love um, Juju, obviously. Great guy. Uh, off the court. I mean, on the field and off the field, but... You know, James Conner, he was, and last year, like, he was expected to be a top running back in the league, which he probably still is. He was just had a few injury problems, I believe. He missed, like, five or six games. So, I see him probably being one of the best players on this team, if not the best player. Okay. Let's move on to their rookie of the year. I think it's easy. I'm not a big fan of their draft class. I think this has to go clip. Chase Claypool, I think he's definitely a top 20 receiver in his draft class. I see him having definitely, like, five touchdowns, maybe. I think he's a very solid this receiver overall-wise, and it's a great draft pick by them. I'm Notre Dame. So, I don't, they didn't have a lot of picks up with this draft, right? I'm big I not. think they only have a second, third, and fourth, because I think they traded a lot of them away. But, um... um I also like Chase Claypool, also like Alex Highsmith, uh, he's a linebacker, but i got to go with Chase Claypool, pretty good receiver, and yeah. Um, yeah, so let's move on to their most improved player, and mine's definitely tough, I'm going to have to go with, Deont- with Deontay Johnson, their uh, receiver they have, I think. He's a veteran, almost a veteran in this league, but I think it's, he's like 27, I think. But I think it's finally his time to shine on their team. I think he's definitely going to have maybe six touchdowns and definitely like 600, 700 yards catching. I think he's a big guy, pretty solid guy. I think he's just going to get a bunch of catches and stuff. So, mine is kind of tough for me. You know, the have a pretty talented roster. You know, there's some guys on this team that like, obviously I said James Harden, I think he's going to kind of break up. But even though this guy's probably already a great player, he was, a, I think, a football player. Mika Fitzpatrick, I think he could become a top player in the league soon. You know, um, I thought the Dolphins actually should have kept him. But, you know, I, I believe he's a great player for the... For um, yeah. And lastly, just to wrap up the podcast, our sleeper for the Steelers. And mine is going to have to go to their tight end right now and Vance McDonald. I think Vance... Is just very underrated. I don't think no one thinks of him in like fancy football from all tight ends. He's usually in the free agent market for fantasy. That's why whenever I usually pick him up too for backup because he always is very very solid. So he's my sleeper for them. So my sleeper is Bud Dupree. 
believe he was a first round pick a few years ago. Hey, he's been great. He's been pretty good in his career so far. Um, I believe Bud Dupree is like more like five, eight years ago. I think it was uh. Twenty. Um, I'll tell you the exact. Twenty fifteen, which is like. Yeah, so like five, years six years ago, I think he's around like twenty nine, thirty right now. You know, he's had a great. He has a pretty great career so far. Not like some of the football. We hope you guys like this series. Tell us if we should continue it. Um, um, just DM us if you have anything you want us to do or just any yeah. tips you have for us. So, stay tuned. Yeah, and once again, thank you so much. And this. stay tuned for the AFC South. Um, thanks so much, guys. And this. Thanks.